ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಸೂತ್ರ ಶಾಂಕರ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ಇಂಗ್ಲೀಷ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶಿವಾನಂದಜಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಗುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಜ್ಯೋತಿಷ್ಚರಣಾಧಿಕರಣ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಟೆನ್ ಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ಟು ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಸೆವೆನ್ ದಿ ಲೈಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಜ್ಯೋತಿಷ್ಚರಣಾಭಿಧಾನ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಸೂತ್ರ ದಿ ಲೈಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆನ್ ಅಕೌಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಇನ್ ಎ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಕನೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ಪ್ಯಾಸೇಜ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿ ಲೈಟ್ ಜ್ಯೋತಿ ದಿ ಲೈಟ್ ಚರಣ ಫೀಟ್ ಅಭಿಧಾನ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ರೆಷನ್ ಜ್ಯೋತಿ ಲೈಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಅಪ್ ಫಾರ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ದಿ ಜ್ಯೋತಿಷ್ ಆಫ್ ಛಾಂದೋಗ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ತ್ರೀ ತರ್ಟೀನ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ರೆಫರ್ಸ್ ಟು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಟು ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಲೈಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಫೋರ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಶ್ರುತಿ ಡಿಕ್ಲೇರ್ಸ್ ನೌ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಲೈಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಶೈನ್ಸ್ ಅಬೌವ್ ದಿಸ್ ಹೆವನ್ ಹೈಯರ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ಆಲ್ ಹೈಯರ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಹೈಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ವಿಚ್ ದೇರ್ ಆರ್ ನೋ ಅದರ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ that is the same light which is within man here the doubt arises whether the word light denotes the physical light of the sun and the like or the supreme self the puro pakshin or the opponent holds that the word light denotes the light of the sun and the like as it is the ordinary well established meaning of the term moreover the word shines ordinarily refers to the sun and similar sources of light brahman is colorless it cannot be said in the primary sense of the word that it shines further the word jyotis denotes light for it is said to be bounded by the sky that light which shines above this heaven the sky cannot become the boundary of brahman which is the self of all which is all pervading and infinite and is the source of all things movable or immovable the sky can form the boundary of light which is mere product and which is therefore united the word jyoti does not mean physical light of the sun which helps vision it denotes brahman why on account of the feet quarters being mentioned in a preceding text such is its greatness greater than this is the purusha one foot of it is all beings while its remaining 3 feet are the immortal in heaven chandogya upanishad 3126 that which in this text forms the three quarter part immortal and connected with the heaven of brahman which altogether constitutes four quarters this very same entity is again referred to in the passage under discussion for there also it is said to be connected with heaven brahman is the subject matter of not only not only the previous texts but, but also of the subsequent section shandilya vidya chandogya upanishad 314 if we interpret light as ordinary light we will commit the error of dropping the topic started and introduce a new subject brahman is the main topic in the section immediately following that which contains the passage under discussion chandogya upanishad 314 therefore it is quite reasonable to say that the intervening section also chandogya upanishad 313 treats of brahman only hence we conclude that in the passage of the word light must denote brahman only the word jyoti here does not at all denote that light on which the function of the eye depends it has different meaning for instance which uh, with speech only as light man sits ಬೃಹದಾರಣ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಫೋರ್ ತ್ರೀ ಫೈವ್
whatever illumines something else may be considered as light therefore the term light may be applied to brahman also whose nature is intelligence because it gives light to the whole universe the shrutis declare him the shining one everything shines after by his light all this is illumined kaushitya upanishad 2515 and uh him the gods worship as the light of lights as the immortal rudarna kumarshat 4416 the mention of limiting adjuncts with respect to brahman denoted by the word light bounded by heaven and the assignment of a special locality serves the purpose of devout meditation the shrutis speak of different kinds of meditation on brahman as especially connected with certain localities such as the sun the eye the heart therefore it is settled conclusion that the word light here denotes brahman chando vidhanan neti chet na tatha chetorpana nigadat tathahi darshanam 25th sutra if it be said that brahman is not denoted on account of the meter gayatri being denoted we reply not so because this that is by means of the meter the application of the mind on brahman is declared because thus it is seen in other passages also chandas the meter known as gayatri abhidhanat because of the description na not iti thus chet if na not tatha thus like that cheto arpana application of the mind nigadat because of the teaching tathahi like that darshanam it is seen in other texts an objection raised against sutra 24 is refuted in this sutra the puro pakshin or the opponent says in the passage one foot of it is all beings brahman is not referred to but the meter gayatri because the first paragraph of the preceding section of the same upanishad begins with gayatri is everything whatsoever here exists hence the feet refer to in and text uh, in the text mentioned in the previous sutra refer to this meter and not to brahman in reply we say not so because the brahmana passage gayatri indeed is all this teaches that one should meditate on brahman which is connected with this meter for brahman being the cause of everything is connected with that gayatri also and it is that brahman which is to be meditated upon brahman is meditated upon gayat as gayatri by this explanation all become consistent if gayatri meant meter then it would be impossible to say of it that gayatri is everything whatsoever here exists because certainly the meter is not everything therefore the sutra says tathahi darshanam so we see by such an explanation only the above passage gives a consistent meaning otherwise we will have to hold a meter to everything which is observed therefore through gayatri the meditation on brahman is shown the direction of the mind is declared in the text gayatri is all this the passage instructs that by means of the meter gayatri the mind is to be directed on brahman which is connected with that meter so gayatri upadesha means it is brahma upadesha because it directs to the brahma jnana this interpretation is in accordance with the other texts in the same section example all this indeed is brahman chandogya upanishad 3141 where brahman is the chief topic devout meditation on brahman through its modifications or effects effects is mentioned in other passages also for instance aitreya aranyaka 32312 it is the supreme being under the name of gayatri whom the bahvruchas worship as mahat uktha that is maha prana the 
adhvaryu priests as agni fire and the chandoga chandoga priests as mahavrata the greatest right therefore right or ritual brahman is brahman is meant here and no, brahman is meant here and not the meter gayatri bhutaadi pada vyapadeshopapattehe cha evam 26th sutra and thus also we must conclude with that brahman is the subject or topic of the previous passage where gayatri occurs because thus only the declaration as to the beings etc being the feet is possible bhuta the, the elements etc that is the elements the earth the body and the heart pada of foot part vyapadesha of mention of declaration or expression upani uh, upapattehe because of the possibility or proof reasonableness as it is rightly deduced from the above reasons cha also evam thus so an argument in support of sutra 24 is adduced the beings earth body and heart can be felt only of brahman and not of gayatri the meter a mere collection of syllables the previous passage has only brahman for its topic or subject because the text designates the beings and so on as the feet of gayatri the text first speaks of beings the earth the body and the heart and then goes on describing that gayatri has four feet and is six fold if brahman were not meant there would be no room for the verse such is the greatness etc hence by gayatri uh, is here meant brahman as connected with the mere uh, meter gayatri it is this brahman particularized by gayatri that is said to be the self of everything in the passage gayatri is everything etc therefore brahman is to be regarded as the subject matter of the previous passage also this same brahman is again Uh, recognized as light in chandogya upanishad 3127 the elements the earth the body and the heart cannot be represented as the four verses of gayatri they can be understood only to the, mean the fourfold manifestations of the supreme being the word heaven is a significant word its use in connection with the light reminds us of its use in connection with the gayatri also therefore the light shining above heaven is the same as the gayatri that has three of its feet in heaven नेक्स्ट उपदेश चेत न उभयस्मिन् अपि अविरोधात् केसेस भेदात् बिकॉज ऑफ द डिफरेन्स न नॉट इति चेत इफ इट बी सेड न नो उभयस्मिन् इन बोथ वेदर इन द एब्लेटिव केस और इन द लोकेटिव केस अपि इवन अविरोधात् बिकॉज देयर इज नो कॉन्ट्रडिक्शन एंड देयर ऑब्जेक्शन अगेंस्ट सूत्र 24 इज रेज्ड एंड रिफ्यूटेड इफ इट बी आर्ग्युड दैट देयर इज अ डिफरेन्स ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन कंसिस्टिंग इन केस uh ending in case ending in the gayatri shruti and in the jyoti shruti regarding the word div heaven then the reply is no the argument is not tenable as there is no material contradiction between the two expressions in the gayatri passage 
Three feet of it are what is immortal in heaven. Heaven is designated as the abode of Brahman. While in the later passage, that light which shines above this heaven, Brahman is described as existing above heaven. One may object that the subject matter of the former passage cannot be recognized in the later. The objector may say, how then can one and the same Brahman be referred to in both the texts? It can. There can be no contradiction here. Just as in ordinary language, a bird, although in contact with the top of a tree, is not only said to be on the tree but also above the tree. So, Brahman also, although being in heaven, is here referred to as being beyond heaven as well. The locative divi in heaven and the ablative divaha above heaven are not contrary. The difference in the case ending of the uh, word div is no contradiction as the locative case, the seventh case ending, is often used in the scriptural text to express secondarily the meaning of the ablative, the fifth case ending. Therefore, the Brahman spoken of in the former passage can be recognized in the later also. It is a settled conclusion that the word light denotes Brahman. Though the grammatical cases used in the scriptural passage are not identical, the object of the reference is clearly recognized as being identical. Next, Pratadhanadhikaranam, topic 11, Adhikaranam 11, Sutras 28 to 31. Prana is Brahman, Pranasthathanugamat, 28th Sutra. Prana, the, uh, that is, prana is Brahman, that being so understood from a connected consideration of the passage referring to Prana. The breath of li- breath or life energy, Prana, Tatha, thus, so, likewise, like that stated before, like that stated in the Shruti, quoted before in connection therewith, Anugamat, because of being understood from the texts. The expression Prana is again taken up for discussion. In the Kaushitika Upanishad, there occurs the conversation between Indra and Pratardhana. Pratardhana, the son of Divodasa, came by means of fighting and strength to the abode of Indra, Devaloka. Pratardhana said to Indra, You yourself choose for me that boon which you think is most beneficial to man. Indra replied, Know me only. This is what I think most beneficial to man. I am Prana, the intelligent self. Prajna... Prajnatman, meditate on me as life, as immortality. That prana is indeed the intelligent self, bliss, undecaying, immortal. Here the doubt arises whether the word prana denotes merely breath, the modification of air or uh, the god Indra or the individual soul or the highest Brahman. The word prana in the passage refers to Brahman because it is described as the most conducive to human welfare. Nothing is more conducive to human welfare than the knowledge of Brahman. Moreover, prana is described as prajñātma, prajñātma, the air which is non-intelligent can clearly not be the intelligent self. Those characteristic marks which are mentioned in the concluding passage with bliss, ānanda, undecaying, ajara, immortal, amrita can be true only of Brahman. Further knowledge of prana absolves one from all sins. He who knows me thus by no deed of his is his life harmed, neither by matricide nor by patricide. Kaushitika Upanishad 3.1 All this can be properly 
understood only if the supreme self or the highest brahman is acknowledged to be the subject matter of the passages and not if the vital air is substituted in its place hence the word prana denotes brahman only na vaktur atmopadeshaditi ched adhyatma sambandha bhumahi asmin 29th sutra na vaktuhu atma atmopadeshat iti ched adhyatma sambandha bhumahi asmin if it be said that brahman is not denoted or referred in these passages on account of the speaker's instruction about himself we reply not so because there is abundance of reference to the inner self in this chapter or upanishad an objection to sutra 28 is refuted an objection is raised against the assertion that prana denotes brahman the opponent or puropakshin says the word prana does not denote the supreme brahman because the speaker indra designates himself Indra speaks to Pratardhana, know me only, I am Prana, the intelligent self. How can the Prana, which refers to a personality, be Brahman, to which the attribute of being a speaker cannot be ascribed? The Shruti declares, Brahman is without speech, without mind, Brother Nekopanishad 3.88. further on also indra the speaker glorifies himself i slew the three headed son of twast i delivered the arun arunmukhas the devotees to the wolves salavrika salavrika i killed the people of prahlada and so on indra may be called prana going to his strength hence prana does not denote brahman this objection is not valid because there are found abundant references to brahman or the inner self in that chapter they are prana the intelligent self alone having laid hold of this body makes it rise up rise up for as in a car the circumference of the wheel is set on spokes and spokes on the nave thus are these objects set on the subjects the senses and the subjects on the prana and that prana indeed is the self of prajna blessed ananda undecaying ajara and immortal amrita he is my self thus let it be known this self is brahman omniscient bradharani upanishad 2519 Indra said to Pratardhana, worship me as Prana. This can only refer to Brahman. For the worship of Brahman alone can give mukti or the final emancipation, which is most beneficial to man, Hitatma. It is said of this Prana, for he, Prana, makes him whom he wishes to lead out from these worlds do a good deed. This shows that the Prana is the great cause that makes every activity possible. This also is consistent with Brahman and not with breath or Indra. Hence, Prana here denotes Brahman only. The chapter contains information regarding Brahman only owing to plenty of references to the inner self, not regarding the self of some deity. But if Indra really meant to teach the worship of Brahman, why does he say worship me? It is really misleading. to this following sutra gives the proper answer shastra drishtyat upadesho vamadevavat tatyat sutra 
the declaration made by indra about himself which is that he is and with brahman is possible through intuition as attested by shruti as in the case of rishi vamadeva the objection raised in sutra 29 is further refuted the word through but removes the doubt indra's describing himself as prana is quite suitable as he identifies himself with brahman in that instruction to pratardana like the sage vamadeva sage vamadeva realized brahman and said i was manu and surya which is in accordance with the passage whatever deva knew brahman became that brother anikopanishad 1410 indra's instruction also is like that having realized brahman by means of rishi like intuition indra identifies himself in the instruction with the supreme brahman and instructs pratardana about the highest brahman by means of the words know me only indra praises the knowledge of brahman therefore it is not his own glorification when he says i killed twastrus son etc the meaning of the passage is although i do such cruel actions yet not even a hair of mine is harmed because i am one with brahman therefore the life of any other person also who knows me thus is not harmed by any deed of his indra says in a subsequent passage i am prana the intelligent self therefore the whole chapter refers to brahman only జీవ ముఖ్య ప్రాణలింగాన్నేతి చేత్ న ఉపాసాత్రైవిధ్యాత్ ఆశ్రితత్వాత్ ఇహ తద్యోగాత్ థర్టీ ఫస్ట్ సూత్ర ఇఫ్ ఇట్ బి సెట్ దాట్ బ్రహ్మన్ ఈజ్ నాట్ మెంట్ ఆన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ క్యారెక్టరిస్టిక్ మార్క్స్ ఆఫ్ ద ఇండివిజువల్ సోల్ అండ్ ది చీఫ్ వైటల్ ఎయిర్ బీయింగ్ మెన్షన్డ్ వీ సేస్ నో బికాస్ సచ్ అన్ ఇంటర్ప్రిటేషన్ వుడ్ ఎంజాయిన్ త్రీ ఫోల్డ్ మెడిటేషన్ ఉపాసన బికాస్ ప్రాణా హ్యాస్ బీన్ అసెప్టెడ్ ఎల్స్వేర్ ఇన్ ది శృతి ఇన్ ద సెన్స్ ఆఫ్ బ్రహ్మన్ అండ్ బికాస్ హియర్ ఆల్సో Uh, words denoting brahman are mentioned with reference to prana but another objection is raised what is the necessity of this adhikarana again meditation of prana and identifying prana with brahman when in the preceding sutra 1123 it has been shown that prana means brahman to this we answer this adhikarana is not a redundancy in the sutra 1123 the doubt was only with regard to the meaning of the single word prana in this adhikarana the doubt was uh, not about the meaning of the word prana but about the whole passage in which he, uh, there are words and marks or indications that would have led a person meditating to think that there also jiva and breath meant to be meditated upon to remove this doubt it is declared that brahman alone is the topic of discussion in this kaushitya upanishad and not jiva or vital breath therefore this adhikarana has been separately stated by the author the puropakshin or the opponent holds that prana does not denote brahman but either the individual soul or the chief vital air or both he says that the chapter mentions the characteristic marks of the individual soul on the one hand and of the chief vital air on the other hand the passage one should know the speaker and not enquire into speech kaushitya upanishad 34 mentions the characteristic mark of the individual soul the passage prana laying hold of the, his body makes it rise up kaushitya upanishad 33 points to the chief vital air because the chief attribute of the vital air is that it sustains the body then there is another passage then prana said to the organs be not deceived i alone dividing myself five fold support this body and keep it pras, uh, prashna keep it prashna upanishad 3 uh, 2 3 then again you will find what is prana that is prajna 
what is prajna that is prana this sutra refutes such a view and says that brahman alone is referred to by prana because the above interpretation would involve a threefold upasana which of the individual soul of the chief vital air and of brahman which is certainly against the accepted rules of interpretation of the scriptures it is inappropriate to assume that a single sentence enjoins three kinds of worship or meditation further in the beginning we have no me only followed by i am prana intelligent self meditated me on me as life as immortality and in the end again we read and that prana indeed is the intelligent self blessed ananda undecaying ajara and immortal amrita the beginning and the concluding part are thus seen to be similar therefore we must conclude that they refer to one and the same subject and that the same subject matter is kept up throughout therefore prana must denote brahman only in the case of other passages there uh, were characteristic marks of brahman are mentioned the word prana is taken in the sense of brahman it is a settled conclusion that brahman is the topic or subject matter of the whole chapter thus ends the first pada section 1 of the first adhyaya chapter 1 of the brahma sutras or the vedanta philosophy next we shall see chapter 1 section 2 in the next session hari rama shri shankar arpitamastu swami shivananda arpitamastu lokasthamasta sukhino bhavantu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu brahma arpanamastu om tat sat